Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to be motivated by your host, Reverend John Wheeler! Now shut up! You shut up! Sit down! Shut up! Shut up! Mmm. Mmm. Welcome to the... Ah! Welcome to the Reverend John Wheeler podcast, a motivational podcast where I teach you (coughs) to live your life in a way that is similar to mine. And what is that all about? Uh, I don't really know. I'm doing whatever you want all the time with no consequences. Just kidding. You shouldn't try to live like that. It just happened to work out for me for like 25 years or so. And now I just have a job at a place. And we talked about that last time. Well, the job at a place or be living with no consequences Both, like a actually, maniac. Oh, yeah, I guess like so. Oh, yeah, there's the midlife crisis, crisis one yeah. where I didn't we buy... We talked about my midlife crisis and how yeah. eventually I would end up in, like, some sort of pod in your backyard. Yeah, a shed. But I, a uh, shed, pod, whatever. I think when you say Amazon. pod, it sounds like uh, actual, like, alien space well, pod the in the fucking, backyard, which... It's, it's going to be in the fucking future, so, of course. Which is just as likely, pod. yeah. I guess in, like, eight years there might be space pods... Or just, like, the whole tiny house thing won't be cute anymore because it's the only thing people can afford to live in for, like, a million dollars is, like, a tiny little pod. Like, because the economy is, 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 is all, it's all garbage. Everybody's, everybody's running. So if you clicked on this because you saw uh, Donald Trump in a river of blood with screaming faces, <laughs> and I'm kind of considering this may or may not actually happen, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm making fun of the red wave thing that, and and I am gonna make fun of that. I'm not gonna make fun specifically of politics or anything because I don't really is what, despite what it may seem like, I don't actually ever do that. You'll notice that I don't have some sort of nuanced view of like, well, if they would just put this bill into action, this tax bracket below the top one would only pay 3%. Like, you don't we're have not, solutions. No. no solutions I don't even know what the actual problems are. I mean, I know what they, they become for like your average person. I'm aware of like that. I'm aware of like housing crises and various, you know, insulin costing too much and all that. Uh, yeah. I'm, aware, I'm very aware of all that, but the actual like structural of like, okay, well, like, I know that, like, George Carlin, it's a big party, and you ain't in it, or you ain't invited. Oh, it's a big club, and you ain't in it, is, like, largely the root of all of everything. And getting people to understand that not only is that a thing, but also it's not just a thing tailored to your own weird personal beliefs. It's like, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. And like, oh, yeah, he's talking about the Democrats. Like, you, no, it's, 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 it's way bigger than that. The problem is not going to be solved now, dragging the Overton window out of the toilet one election at a time is important, but I've also yelled that it's like, if you're not voting in the things where you pick who runs, you're not doing anything. Like, when you're just voting for, or bitching about and then not voting, it's like, well, I don't want that person. Like, you're aware that you could, like, show up to the earlier stuff and that it would be more likely to be the person you would want. Like, it's your job to vote for the lesser of two evils at the end. But before that, in all the primaries and things, it's your job to make sure that that's not your only choice. And I blame you, because I vote for all these things, and, like, nobody's there. In the midterms, there's, like... You blame me personally? Kind of people there. I don't blame you personally. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I... I don't think you have enough agency over your own life to translate that into the larger world <laughs> in general in a way that's, like, you know... I, I, I think... Well, you know what? I do blame you. I think you need to get. I, need, I think you need to get it together, and you need to fix this country. <laughs> That's what you have to do. You need to start um, some sort of booster club. Crawl uh, <laughs> my ass out of bed. <laughs> you need to start. Econ start by. doing yoga. Start networking with the people at yoga. Start, you know, uh, giving back to the community, even though it has given you nothing. I'm gonna do that yoga though. You should. Alexis and I are, are doing that yoga, and the second she. Uh, she left me that message being like, hey, you want to do this? It's big girl yoga. And I'm like, oh, God, do I ever not want to do that? And yeah. when it hit me, I was like, Meredith, you should probably do that. Yeah. So, so we're going to do it. No, and I think I think, I think think that will be good. I think that's a, a good first step in, you know, uh, making this country, uh, you know, putting it, putting, it back. putting it back to the great way that it apparently used to be for some people a, a <laughs> long time before I was born. Um, and is 
You know what the funny thing is? It's still just exactly as great for the like the descendants of all those same people. Like literally nothing has changed. It's just that we were never about to be them ever. Like whether it was back then or right now or like whenever, whether it took place in the imaginary time period of Don't Worry Darling, that movie on HBO Max that everybody watched. Uh, and that no, I watched yeah, it. And Meredith yeah, didn't watch it. I need to see it yet. I, I do want to it's, see it. It sounds. Uh, it's worth a watch. Interesting it's, enough. It's no the Weird Al movie, but mm-hmm. it's definitely like, and it is kind of just a two-hour-long episode of Black Mirror. But here's the thing: it's a two-hour-long, pretty good episode of Black Mirror, and Black Mirror is like a, a good show in general. Yeah, I really it's, like that show. It's actually it was like. It stressed me out almost too much to watch. Like, I wouldn't just sit there watching a bunch of them in a row. I'd kind of like... Oh, I'm a maniac. I do this. Well, uh, yeah. I I maybe could now. Like, I think my mental health is, is a bit better than it has been in the past few years. So I think, like, TV shows that stress me out. Like... I used to like I, I used to get weird binging Orange Is the New Black, even though it's. I mean, I don't. know. I think the later seasons might have fallen off the way everything does because I stopped paying bit, attention. A little bit. It's but like, I, I always, like, I watched it. I really liked it, but it would start making me anxious because I was like assuming that at some point I would have to be in jail, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what would have to happen. I think I've said this on the podcast before, like. If I ever actually were to get into trouble for something, it, jail wouldn't even really be what happens, I don't think. It would either be, like, some weird, like, well, you've never really gotten caught for anything before, so it's kind of like a slap on the wrist, or, you know, it's like, well, you gotta do community service. You don't go to actual movie jail for, like, hardly anything, or you have to pay... depends on what you do. Well, no, that's the thing, though. I think there's no middle ground. Middle ground for me would be regular jail. So it'll either be a slap on the wrist... Or it'll be like they'll have to invent some sort of brand new Nuremberg tribunal for like a war crime or something. Like, okay, we're past jail now. Like, it's whatever it is. Like, because, and that has nothing to do with like the system as much as it has to do with me. Whereas, like, you're like, oh, I actually did my taxes wrong. I'm getting like a big fine and it's messing up my life. Well, okay, well, that's bad or whatever. But we have a guy and I think he does a good job. Um, or I'm like, I actually invented something really, really dangerous based off the notes of Nikola Tesla, and I kind of got lucky with the rest of it, and I turned it on, and it was this giant, like, fucking violation of, like, international law. We were like, oh, yeah, you, this, this sound, yeah. Well, that machine that I was building, the the infrasonic subharmonium, that, that was basically, uh, I think it could alter reality by, um, you know, everything, all all energy and sound waves are basically the same type of thing all throughout the universe. So if you could manipulate them, you'd be like, it's basically like a Masters of the Universe, like 80s movie invention, where it's just a Casio keyboard that sends you to other dimensions. But I gave it a cool name. But it's sort it's the name of the thing in the Black Moon Rising, like, video. It's, it's, uh, and in, in all of my bios for, like, Spotify and stuff, <laughs> I wrote, like, completely without irony, because... I could pull it up, but I'll just try to wing it from memory. But, like, I wrote it in the third person as if it's someone else writing it about me. And then it's, like, all of this stuff where I've been, like, hiding in other countries or whatever because what I invented... What do you need? Do you need the... I don't know. I have, like, a Spotify uh, profile, like, artist page you can actually look oh, is at. is that it? Okay. It's I think not that's on right. the Black Moon Rising... No, it's not on there. It's oh. it's weird because no one reads those. That's why I did that. But everyone on the internet that reads, like, anything, if you write it seriously is enough... Is it under Reverend John? Yeah, it's just my thing. It'll be, like, a neon skull or some shit is my, like logo I made. I could probably switch it out for my real logo because I intend to, you know, make oh, hey, there we are. music. Well, there's the podcast. It's not that, though. It's Reverend John Wheeler. What have you put in so far? Well, it's multiple words. It's not one word like that. I know. It just it did that. Okay. Reverend John Wheeler, Werewolf, Narwhal, just... Screaming Joe Merle. Oh, my God. I saw somebody... Someone was making like fictional seventies and eighties like sitcoms using Mid Journey. Song. Uh yeah. It's amazing how like much you're not finding. <laughs> I think you just have to put a space between the words I'm there. Trying. It will help a lot. But anyway, somebody made someone was using Mid Journey to make scenes from like seventies TV shows that didn't really happen, and one of them was called like Buzzin' Cousins, and it just had like the scariest looking hillbillies in it. And in one of them, they're like crucifying grandpa in the front yard who's wearing like cut off jean shorts it's like there it's just is. the scare yeah yeah 
So yeah, and then and somewhere in there, there's like a, a thing for a bio. Down here. I don't know if it's about maybe. A boot. I don't know like what what I said. Oh yeah, Reverend John. Hang on, let me just see your phone. I'm going to read it to the microphone. So, yeah, I was like, I have to write a bio, but I'm done taking things seriously. And I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I guess if you know me, you know that I never really was. But, like, at this point, I'm not even worried about whether or not anyone looks at it. With, you know, with SMB and stuff, I cared if people, like, would pay attention. And, like, now I'm just completely done. But Reverend John Wheeler immigrated to the United States from Chile. He is credited with the invention of the infrasonic subharmonium, a device pre uh, presented as a synthesizer that turned out to have military applications and was thus removed from public access and scrubbed from the Internet. He is a futurist, a contemporary of Ray Kurzweil, and a lifelong contractor for the Central Intelligence Agency, centering largely around his work in manufactured consent, data manipulation, and social engineering. He has a lifelong passion for music, serving as a vocalist and synth player for bands like Screaming Monkey Motor, Blue Felix, My Zero, Just yes this page is dedicated to a solo project it's Great just job. it's sort of like hidden in there that i'm a weird cia asset or some kind of rogue scientist <laughs> it's like just brushed over like there's nothing funny or weird well, about I'm it i'm gonna follow because i wasn't following before. yeah what a shitty friend it's yeah but nobody that's the thing like spotify is barely even qualifies as, as a like, every single kind of thing on the internet you can, like, like and follow and comment or whatever. But, like, Spotify is one that I don't think anyone interacts with it like that at all. Like, you totally can... I know. I better follow our podcast. Yeah, you uh, should definitely do that. Um, <laughs> it counts. There but they don't know that that's a, the phone that belongs to someone who's on the podcast because it only mostly comes from my phone. Um... Yeah, why was I talking about that? Oh, I don't know. Because of the... Uh, oh, right, my, my war crimes. Yeah, because I made up this fictional, like, Nikola Tesla-sounding sound wave weapon. <laughs> and, like, it just doesn't really get described very well. And then the note that it was, like, uh, banned for public use and scrubbed from the internet. So I was like, you can't even look it up. And I did... Uh, that combination of words is not a pre-existing thing. So if you did type it in, all I think it would bring you to is, like, my Spotify page. <laughs> like, no one's ever uh, referred to something called an infrasonic subharmonium. But that actually... So what's weird is there's no, like, uh, no explanation of what the hell our podcast is. Like, you didn't, there's no... Uh, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Not in the top? Not top, not bottom. Oh, each one has a bit of a blurb. But, yeah, I guess the... I know, but like, there's, there's no like bio. There is yeah. though on the podcast page. I think it just doesn't go to Spotify. Either that, or I have to go into Spotify and edit. But here's the thing: it doesn't. Oh, it, here it is. Yeah. See. Ding ding ding. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Ding, there's ding. there's definitely. I'm a, not used to this. I just like. Well, yeah, when see, I go on Spotify. I just I have my lists. They're already. Yeah. Finished, you just. And I just touch it and go. And I'm, yeah, okay. Spotify is not. It's like it's a thing that could work like MySpace did for music or whatever. Like, you have that option there to, like, follow people and interact a little bit. Fucking nobody does that, because why would you? You just look up stuff and listen to it. Like, I've started <coughs> only recently, like, I'll hear something really cool and be like, oh, I want to hear more of this. Like, all of its things that it's, like, custom-made for me are still just based off of whatever I'm listening to. They're not really... Based off, oh, I like this, and I like this, and I like this, because my, you know, my fucking taste is kind of random. It was, uh, there's an entire EDM genre that's like funk-based dubstep that's like kind of the best electronic music I've ever heard. I think, like, it's all like actual like, I don't know. There's a lot of ways it can be. Like sometimes it, there's like you know, electronic stuff with real brass sections in it. Sometimes it's sampled things. Sometimes, but it just is actually like. Not just, it's like serious, like golden 70s glowing soul funk stuff, but it's stuff that was made within the past couple of years, like with all of those types of sounds and stuff. And it's, it's fucking grooving. And it's, I couldn't name you an artist that, but, but since I found such a jewel of a stream of things, I started hearing ones that were particularly banging and like, I was pushing the heart button to be like, okay. I want to be able to sort of conjure this up again because I was just, you know, listening to it at, like, I brought a Bluetooth speaker into work because, like, nobody cares what you do in there as long as someone's talking to you. Maybe turn it down enough, but loud stuff happens in there anyway, so it sort of doesn't matter. But, yeah, I was just jamming out to the funky jams, and I was like, I should start, I should start liking the songs on Spotify, and my coworker kind of laughed at me, like, yeah, 
I try to do. No one does that. I'm like, I know. It's. I, I guess I never understood it because it's like if I like it, I just put it on a list or whatever, you know. I don't just. But I've never made that. a list is the other thing. Like, yeah. I just let it do whatever. I actually had a funny thought when I was. I was you're, you're using it more like you would use Pandora. Yeah, well, I don't care. Is the th- I'm just like, here, I'm in the mood for this, which is all I want. I think that's great because, I mean, it, it's, it's good because you get sick of the same old shit after a while. Like, I'm so tired of all my lists, so I got to. Yeah, and I mean, it will on its own kind of repeat things a lot for you. And I mean, yeah. But I, oh, don't lose your train of thought. About- oh, right, no. I, I was, uh, everything, whether or not you interact with things now, it it everything is always listening to you and there's such a funny parallel between what would a what would used to have been paranoid schizophrenia is now like do you remember the te- the questions on tests like that back in the day it was like do you think that the tv is sending messages specifically catered to you and blah 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 blah, blah. where what tests i don't know like they'd always give you like anytime there's like personality tests or like they i don't school? school i think okay, so and then like, like at the like sometimes like at like the doctor or when maybe I was the, actually in the hospital for mental health yes they'd give me tests like that but not at school well i was the stuff that i had to I and mean, this might not be super relatable because uh, because i was in all of these weird like accelerated things um you know fat lot of good that did but like i was when i was young i was i was one of those kids with a lot of potential um, I was reading at a 10th grade level in kindergarten. It's thanks. It's the trauma. Um, but yeah, for that, there would always be these things trying to get a grip on your personality and stuff. And one of them were like, you know, do you think that like this is happening? And like all the questions are all stuff that would just happen now. For, that's like how everything works. You know, it's weird. Um, now I'm remembering they gave us a test like that uh, yeah. in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. but it was only in the sixth grade. Like it, we did yeah. nothing after I that, think... and it was like this weird. I don't remember what the, how they explained it or whatever. Um, I swear to God, it was connected to th- the, all the things about drugs, like the Project Dare. Or we had oh, Project sure. Charlie and stuff, sure, and they were like sure. trying to. See, it might be that they were trying to see if you were a risk for taking drugs because you have psychological problems I can't or something. When it was, but they uh, like everyone in my school was poor enough to be on the list of like probably will take drugs, but so, like so I went. To, not everyone was crazy enough. I went to a school where uh, we went by uh, semesters, so um, and it was junior high, not middle school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, yeah, you ours. Like ours was weird. Um, hey, Richfield was like. Uh, they like we had trimesters for a while, then it changed to semesters, and then um, junior high was only seventh and eighth grade, and then high school is nine, okay, ten, eleven, well, twelve. Whatever. But the, the point was these tests, right? So yeah, I think so. In sixth grade, they were trying to prepare us for um, junior high, which we'd switch classes around and whatever. But um, yeah, they gave us those tests, and there was oh God, there were so many tests though. Because I remember, you know, like. That would split us up into like ooh, the super smart people, and then yeah. there was like the average, and then there was like the dummies, you know, the kids with like ADHD and whatever. Yeah, they kids all like me. All the kids um, where they like didn't even really know what, like everything we know now, would be like, oh, this is actually a, the problem. Like, they have. Oh, she was just shy. It wasn't she was couldn't figure out the math problem. She she learned differently. It's like uh, might as well just uh, throw me in with the. Like, well, I always no pointed stickers, out that me, know? yeah, me and my friend Brett Schlosser are like, like he is every bit the intellectual artist that I am now in our adulthood. But since he was way more hyperactive when we were kids and I was really calm, I was in the super accelerated top weird. They take you out of class for these like special field trips to museums and things. I got and tossed in with Brett. And he was, I yeah. said a word. I guess I, I was like the opposite of all that. But Brett was, yeah, he was in like, he could have been in that other thing with me, but he was... I think he, I mean, yeah, he officially, even back then, they, it was like he had ADD or whatever they called it. Yeah, um, he was on Ritalin, I'm sure. Yeah, he was, on, he was heavily on Ritalin. And I remember, they didn't even figure that, like, we're old enough where they didn't figure that out even right away. It was when we were in, like, yeah, middle school, like, fourth or fifth grade, they started putting bread on drugs and stuff, like, or maybe it was even later than that, because I think that, yeah, I think they just thought he was a lunatic. Well, and he was. was more my age group when they really started uh, using the, the stimulants. Yeah. Because I do remember a couple of kids, like, the nurse coming in or, like, calling a kid down who 
obviously just super hyperactive and, you know, it was time for your medicine, Andrew, or whatever yeah. your name is. Put uh, your pants on. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, like, so looking back at, like, me and Brett when we were kids, because we were friends in, like, first grade, and, like, I, we, I got, like, reprimanded, like, you shouldn't be, like, friends with that boy. Like, not by my parents, but by, like, the teacher of the class we were both in. Of course. <laughs> Like, like you're one of the smart kids and like, but it was like, it would be like, you could have rewritten the story a little fictionally to make it so we were actually the same person. But Brett was just when I would like lose control of myself. And then I would be like, when, you know, I'd like focus and be like, okay, well, like this guy's like really clever, but he kind of just turns into like Mr. Hyde sometimes. Like, cause you know, we had all the same exact interests and like all of the same, I thought all of the same stuff was funny. And that was the problem because the other smart kids like didn't approve, you know, you know, fucking Martin Prince and like you know, the nerds were just like, like that boy, Brett is a bad kid. I'm like, I think he's actually pretty funny. So and they're like, funny. that's not funny. That's not funny. I'm sure like a lot boy, of those was kids that were in those accelerated classes, at least I know because I was friends with some of them that are, they're just fucking doctors now, but it was. You know, you know what's weird? Like some of them are. And some no, of them are. I was gonna say it's like fifty-fifty. I mean, one of them is me for Christ's sake. Like, what happened there? No, that, but that's like I was like in whole... an experimental government public that's school whole... program for genius kids, and I've just like finally got a job at forty-two doing graphic design a for a bomb like, company. Like a whole meme thing <laughs> for our generation is like, oh, the the gifted kid, and then the, like the. You know, as an adult, just like the disappointment or whatever, you know. Like. Well, because there's no structure after that. It's like, well, I hope that you're like really interested in either like yeah medical crap or selling things because. Or if, I hope your parents have money to actually send you to a good school. Yeah, they keep else. you in the Ivy League like process of like, like oh, just... yeah, without that. But then, yeah, it was weird though that like, because again, one of those other kids there was, there was about seven or eight of us. One of them's Bernard. And he's went directly into like his interest of technology and computers and stuff, and did really well with that. But then some of them are like math teachers at Richfield, and like really, like a super smart kid just stayed in school forever. It's like ah, oh my god, it's scary. It's scary outside of this place. Mm. Like it's scary inside of that place. I'm not making fun either. I was at my reunion and I, I talked to the young lady who I very much remember. Um, it was very nice and everything. And she seemed almost a little look at the floory when she was telling me to it. Cause of course I was in there and everyone's like, are you like a huge music producer now? I'm like, well, uh, yep, that's right. The internet <laughs> is, uh, yeah. uh, you know, just, it keeps the lights on. I wouldn't say huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So in the face of all that, everyone's like, I'm a math teacher at here. I'm like, no, that's great. You like math? Like, yeah. And teaching that's good. That's good. I'm not. Now that I've realized I'm so much better than everyone else, I'm okay with being really nice. This is great. <laughs> that was the perfect, uh, <laughs> perfect little idiom for my stupidity, stupidity and ego. And God, that that thing was like right before the pandemic too. God, I'm sure it was I turned out exactly how everybody thought I would. Boo! <laughs> did you? I don't know. No. Like, who, what is anybody? I did a bunch of crazy shit that nobody would ever think that I would ever have done. Yeah. Well, also. I don't know what people think is going to happen to people because, like, high school kids are you know stupid. What? Like, I don't think people thought of me. How's that sound? Like, yeah, most people just don't think about you. Yeah, learn that, people. Like, nobody gives a shit. Fuck these. Like, I have no pronouns. Reunions. Please do not refer to me. Yeah, nobody <laughs> gives a shit about what you're up to, really. If they did, you'd still be talking to them. Yeah. Well, also, everyone's ideas of the future are grossly warped. Like, everyone's going to be movie gods and rock stars and whatever Tyler Durden said to everybody when he was yelling at him. And, like, but, yeah, nobody does anything. Nobody's, like, uh, engineer, mechanic, works for his dad's bathroom tiling company. Like, no one actually, they're all going to be like, oh, you're going to probably die jumping a car over something. Like, you're going to be the principal <laughs> of the school. So, yeah, you are. You're a nerd. Uh doctor uh you're gonna totally be a rock star and then you're gonna die of a heroin overdose and maybe but Fuck, like nobody gives a shit nobody does That's anything like, i mean maybe if they saw my picture be like oh you're that weird girl that like never talked okay yeah and that's about it like no one gives a shit no no <laughs> one does i don't think anyone think it's like they don't give a shit and what they do think is delusional like that's the <laughs> 
like there's a red wave coming. I'm gonna every once in a while pop in to try to make this seem like you were listening I know, to I it was for a reason. To think of like how the hell well, we do that again? Actually, <laughs> I got off track of what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, because I was talking about how I don't really talk about politics. I only talk adjacently about it, like where I call the nine one one, the nine eleven special the place. Yes. Yeah, I call Reno nine one one. But what what I do is just make fun of the. Um, What's the word? Sort of the, the window dressings, the trappings of it. The Because I'm a propagandist at heart. And that's what I understand. Because I understand how people think. Like, I don't understand how things actually work. Hello. Hi, my wife's boobies. Um, but, hey! Not you at home. You got nothing! <laughs> but uh, listening to me almost get to my point. And once I get there, you'll be disappointed. But... Anyway, like, making fun of stuff like Let's Go Brandon. Like, what is the point? Like, picking that apart, that's what I'm good at. That's the only thing I understand. Particularly, that's the fun stuff. That is the fun really? stuff, too. And yeah. watching... Here's what I wanted to say about the midterm elections. It's that watching them not work for the exact reason that I knew it wouldn't work was kind of fun. And I, I had no... I don't care who won anything in particular. I wasn't like, oh, Lauren Boebert's gonna... Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it matters kind of, but these people are all insane, and up at that level, it's like, who knows how the fuck it's going to shake out anyway. Good, bad, probably bad, no matter what. I, yes. You know, get involved locally, that's what I always say, because that will sort of affect the world around you. And if more people got involved at a small level, it would, like, shake the trees of the b bigger level. Like, not in the way you thought electing a reality show host president would shake <laughs> things up, in the way where people actually have to start listening or they get fucked. And well that's where I'm going, though, because... Um, what I did see was some of the worst attempts at campaigning the way that Trump did, kind of, or something. Mm -hmm. The for our in Minnesota, like the governor guy, the gov the creepy doctor that touched David's wiener, um, Poor Scott David. Jensen. Yeah, yeah, he he like David wants the world to know. Oh, he was yelling about it at the top of his lungs and <laughs> probably to a room full of more people than listen to this. No, he was his doctor and he said he was always a creep and weird and kind of cold and dismissive and like he was a sucky doctor. I but thought you don't even was weirder, but maybe well, just... that's the thing too is that they were advertising him like on his own and it's and because the our lieutenant governor is a lady, so it's like you don't want that anymore, right? Well, never mind the creepy doctor. At least this guy will be a man <laughs> and like or whatever. But th that's the thing though. That's how they were doing it, and it just I don't. I don't really think it was having much of an effect because I, I bitched about this on the podcast already or not bitched about it made fun of those billboards that were like lower gas prices yep, and it's another like another one that i saw what we we talked about we missed oh, it said heal minnesota because he's a doctor i guess uh, minnesota, what the fuck does that mean because we're so divided and there's crime now and yeah, yeah whatever yeah, like, but yeah and the, but you're right about but but it was never was like really we're going to heal minnesota campaign. and here's how but they were just like because they remember when Trump was tweeting, like, law and order, and just, like, saying things. But that only worked for him because he's a lunatic that knows how to manipulate people, like, really well. Like, if you're... I could tell 100% that I was watching people who don't understand how that works try to copy what they were seeing. Mm -hmm. That's what that was. And I was trying to... That's actually almost... It, it gets to the point where explaining that is hard because you're like... They see what he's doing and the way that it worked, and then you already lose people. Like, what do you mean worked? He was just telling the truth. That's why I voted. I'm like, okay, let's start over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, so you were manipulated by a con man. Ah, hang on. So, but these guys were trying to do what he did to you, but they're not as good at that as him. So are you giving him a compliment? Kind of, yeah, shut up. So, <laughs> but these guys saw that and thought even less of you than I and Donald Trump do, which is very little. And they try, they just forewent the fact that you're human at all and just tried to, like, carbon copy what they thought was a surefire thing because they've seen it work before. But they don't understand the mechanisms and the underpinnings of the way that that guy was able to kind of, like, grab the, well, the dumbest also, part of your brain. that guy, he was famous already. And he was already he famous, was but already he was also famous. kind of famous... Uh, he had learned along the way how to do that stuff. You could, you, oh, I'm you gonna, don't give him props. Like, you could tell he's, he's a, a fucking really smart. Like he's, but that's the thing. He's just one of those. He's like a, D, a Dungeons and Dragons character that just put all of his things into like one category where it's like, I'm really good at making people like pay attention to me, but mm -hmm. I don't know how to actually do anything. 
Like, I don't actually know how to do business. Like, I don't actually know how to whatever, but I know how to make people pay so much attention to me that they'll buy a thing with my face on it, which I is enough to make money. is what you're looking for. Yeah, I think it's like... But a, I really don't find him charismatic. Well, going by but D &D, you don't. It would be charismatic. And I don't. But it's... No one find Okay. Some people who are very charismatic, they appeal to a lot of different kinds of people, but they will never appeal to anybody. This is just one of those weird cases where it's someone that only appeals like really hard because oh, it's yeah, okay. It's it's a, a three-dimensional D and D yes. graph where it's like all of your energy is in charisma, and then all of your charisma points that you could distribute are all into wrestling fans, and like that's just like <laughs> yeah. no one else. Like, well, what don't we want? Like, we don't need anybody else. The thing that happened, though, on his second time around, though, is the amount of people that I even knew that voted for him because they kind of, like, only saw the most, you know, regular TV news versions of... They are like, well, he's just going to fuck everything up and it'll be, like, a funny okay, joke. They didn't funny. realize how, like, inept and dangerously racist that he was. But even people that I really like that normally complain about people like that 24-7... At that weird time period, did that because, like, what if you go back and like listen to what all the campaign promises actually were? They made a lot of sense because I'm sure someone else just wrote them. They were like, Oh, if this guy's really gonna do this and this and this, and he's like, Yeah, I have no connection to any of these things, so I don't care if they're mad at me. But, but like, eh, that actually kind of like if you really ignored everything else and if you watched the right versions of things, those parts weren't included. It could make a lot of sense to you. The problem is, is that only works once. And the second time around, it was just the weirdos who were, like, way into it. And there's not enough of those. Like, so many regular people were like, ah, yeah, I'm tired of all this same old bullshit. Like, let's have the guy that was on the WWF wrestling, Vince McMahon, like, let's have him be president. Makes, That'll be funny. It makes me really curious on, like, how... They didn't vote for him twice. How we're going to handle the, uh, the next... It's gonna, election. it's gonna be a big. It's gonna be Ron DeSantis. I was gonna say, is it DeSantis? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, he's the real Antichrist from the Dead Zone or whatever. Yeah, like he's, terrible. he's yeah. still not the guy, the Omen Three. Like right. fucking, like it's not. It's st he's still a little bit of a joke. He's he's a lot more serious and he's like a career politician. But he was all like from Florida, like the the Bush that ran Florida couldn't even win a nomination. Like so, I mean, that place is is ridiculous. So it's not like, but you know, when people compare, you know, when people make like Mussolini and Stalin and Hitler comparisons, we have we still haven't seen someone like that yet from that side of things, and we may not this for the next few decades now. Because here's why. And this whole thing that happened, the whole red wave, which I'm just going to make fun of how it sounds like a period blood thing. Everybody is. I know. And that's all I want to talk about. But I keep getting distracted by the reality of We're other things. We're still talking about no, we are. irrelevant. Um, I just want to yell about either it sounds like communism or period blood or both or something. And well, it's like. I just had to mention really quick. There was a guy who tweeted or whatever, if it was t Twitter. Who knows? Um, uh, I think that's gone. Need, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Um. We need a dictatorship. Blah, blah, blah. I forget who it was. Uh, who was it said it? Well, whatever. We need to just... It's actually really important and it's very relevant. I think I saw that. I think I know what you're talking about. I just... I never... Knew, I didn't know who that guy was Let in the first just, place, so it didn't matter. You go but, ahead and keep talking. I'm going to yeah, look yeah. it up because that's what I do. <sighs> okay, but what was I saying? But I'm, I'm not going to get to the period blood yet. But I... Something about... Oh, right. Why we haven't seen, like, the fucking conservative antichrist like quite yet and i think it'll be because of so the midterm stuff right like all the people that like 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 don the trump like anointed as like his people a lot of them didn't win like a lot of them didn't and it was embarrassing for him or whatever and fox news has kind of turned on him a little bit because i think they're going to start being DeSantis's guy because they don't actually care about him. They just care. They don't care about anything, but they cared about the fact that he was the snake charmer. Like he was a guy that could like get all the rubes on board and mess up politics for people who are actually trying to make the world a better place or whatever. Like they were like, finally, you know, um, and if he's losing his grip, they're just gonna, they're, they've kind of been dumping him. But the thing is, 
is he's lost his grip on the mainstream a little, but he's still such a powerful cult leader. Like, this is the thing where that party splits into, like, two things. Because mm-hmm. they're going to throw their, their weight behind DeSantis, who's, like, going to be an actual really bad Republican president if he were to win. Like, like he'd be, actually be better at what he's trying to do than Trump. Because that guy fully had no idea what he was doing, like, at all. Like, like putting bad policies in place and just being an asshole. Like, just he'll, he's done it. Like, it yeah, yeah, he knows how to actually do and, that stuff. Yeah. And that's, like, a big problem. But the thing is, is it's going to be, like, the fight for him to get the nomination over the cult leader is going to be such a mess that they're just going to lose. Yeah, aren't they already turning on each other? Yeah, yeah, big time. they were, like... Big time. Big time because he's going to be his competition and he wants to run again. And he's going to say that it was like the nomination was stolen and it's going to it's not going to carry the weight it did last time because it's all turning into a joke. But I mean, there are people that hang on to things so desperately for so long. But the the specific brand, the weird like QAnon Internet Trump thing that was like trying to January 6th, like the democracy and such. We're, I just don't see us having like an actual charismatic devil that like comes and is like the real guy that brings in fascism. Like it's just also we don't live in those times anymore. And I, I do want to bring this up because everyone's like, this is really going to happen. And I'm like, the World War II is the last time anything like that was ever going to happen because it was the first time they realized they couldn't do it from the ground up with violence. They had to like win people's popular support. Then they started with the the brutality, like, right away. But you can't, like, that's still a thing we remember. So it's just going to be really hard. And so much fascism usually comes out of, like, for real bloodshed, which is why everyone is, well, certain section of everyone is such a boner for a civil war. Because civil wars lead to fascism, usually. It's like whichever side wins ends up running things with, like, a horrible iron grip. And it doesn't matter if it's technically their lefty communists or whatever like Mao and stuff they're just dictators like they're just at a certain point they're not really leaning any way or another they split some difference on you know when we unquestionably rule this entire country versus these other people unquestionably ruling it we have a slight difference of opinion on how that'll work exactly but that's about none of it's good and that's the but that's the reason for the excitement about that a to like cosplay like a Call of Duty like Freedom Fighter man which is a giant joke and b to be like and you know they know people like that are aware enough that they're never gonna like really vote their way into the awful authoritarian jackboot things. There's always going to be other people who are free to like run and sometimes win and say no to things like. Like, it's bad and it's fucked up and everyone's just beholden to, like, the financial institutions that have everyone by the balls. Like, that's, that's right. never going to change. I mean, even, like, Game of Thrones, like, they had to, like, ask the Iron Bank before they could, like, go to war. Like, yeah, who's the real queen here? Like, well, that's... exactly. That's the thing that people sort of leave out. And... This whole thing where this, this big red wave was supposed to happen and... Yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. What I want to get into is how Bloody funny. <sighs> I, okay. There's so many things. It's it's close. Like, I, they didn't have enough time to make it into t-shirts, and now it's a joke. Uh, but, the, like, the Let's Go Brandon thing, we've discussed how, like, pointlessly weird that is. Yeah. Um, but I kind of got... Always understand. Never just brush things off. Never be like, well, they're just stupid. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah they are. But, like, how... I get frustrated with people when they're like, you know, or like, why did this atrocity happen? You know, what, why were these people singled out or whatever? Like, don't try to figure it out, man. Like, fascists are just like, no, 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 no. They're like, that, that, oh, yeah, because that legitimizes at all the, the madness that they were like, yeah, but no, you actually have to understand that. Like, that, you cannot go, well, but that's just making them seem like there's like a point. So maybe, like, people who are afraid of, of bad ideas taking over, so they kind of, Try to make it so you don't ever hear any ideas like that isn't that's you have to understand. You have to understand. It's why every smart ass atheist has like read the Bible. Like that's just you have to understand. You have to you can't just be like stupid Christian sheep like you sure. But you have to both understand what it actually says in that book. And then you have to understand those people. And then you have to understand the historical precedent of the way the book was cherry picked and fed to people who can't read are afraid to understand. And like, 
It's, I, I think it's, it's because so everyone wears <laughs> everyone wears this armor or this badge or this t-shirt or something of like I'm an unmanipulatable like free thinker. I'll never Repeat after me. Propaganda. I am a free thinker. <laughs> I am a free thinker. I was, yeah, that whole thing. Uh, it's because they know they're susceptible to it. Somehow. They would never admit to it in a million years, but everyone kind of knows. And literally the only people who aren't are people who like actually th like me I'm like yeah I got to be real careful about this cuz I don't want to get sucked into it. it's like okay but just by the virtue of you thinking like that it's going to be a lot harder to drag you into shit because you pick everything apart so much and I, I do too but I'm going to say like I've fallen for propaganda in my life for sure Oh we all and we all have a little and that's the thing admitting it is the first step towards it happening less yeah. like that's I'm not saying never kind of Watch you're like, a bit. oh, I got pulled. Because people will just be like, I never really believe that. And they actually convince themselves that that never happened, whatever it was. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, so it's impossible. So now whatever I'm hearing, obviously, I'm, it's, I'm hearing what I want to hear and I'm going along with it. That's not me getting sucked in again because there's no again. It never happened. That's not a thing that is. And my, my fragile psycho, psyche and ego cannot take it. So you just, so you, 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 you do get fooled again. Like, <laughs> old W was wrong that time. Like, you, you, you can't get fooled. Yeah, well, you do. And, uh, and he probably knew that you do, and he was saying that because he needed people to get fooled again. That's part of the deal. Yes. Um, and so yeah. the thing is, though, with the... The, the like the the slogans and all this stuff um the red wave is just the funniest thing to me the period blood thing isn't even i mean that's the obvious thing like it's just a big big tidal wave i mean it's like uh it's literally like a euphemism it's like ah oh, the red waves in town it's a bad one you know my aunt flows here mm -hmm. blah, blah 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 by the way i saw a clip of michelle wolf who had a really good joke about that she's God, like, i love her oh yeah she's <laughs> one of really she's her whole last special was like every last part of it was so funny. I'll have to um, check it out. Her special and her her like a state of the press or whatever that thing was for like Trump's thing where they're like, yeah. who well, that's the where she fuck? became really famous. Oh yeah, who did? Who I didn't know who she made was before, the, I didn't either. <laughs> well, she wasn't nearly as popular, but I mean, she'd been. I think she was like a Daily Show person for a little while. Or, uh -huh. I don't know. Maybe. She was. She's been around, but. And I, I think that's how she kind of fell into it, I think, because she, like, wrote for them. I just love how nobody fucking, like, even remotely, like, looked into her at all. Oh, and she, she brought the about thunder, that. too. And she's like, they just, they, they, get, they put me at this correspondence the dinner. The correspondence dinner, that's what it was. even, like, bother to look at what my... Body my of work or my whole angle. Was. Yeah. I just got to tear them apart from it. Oh, she just, and that was, they wasn't even like, I'm going to be kind of cool, but then poke at him a little bit. She just went in there and just fucking, just raw dogged him. Like, oh, but great. yeah, so she's fantastic. And I think it was in the last special she had, I think she had a joke that was like, was like, we should stop having euphemisms for periods. Like even calling it your period is like kind of like half-assed. She's like, we should call it what it is. Like, oh, I have bloody tissue falling out of a hole. And that way, like, you know, if you go to work, like, are you okay today? And like, well, I started having bloody tissue falling out of a hole. They'd be like, oh, take the week off. Damn right. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that, I maybe saw some, like, that, previews or something. Like, yeah, sure, there's a clip of that one, I think, out somewhere. there. But I have bloody tissue falling out of a hole. But, yeah, like, the red wave, it's like, that 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 sounds like that. But that... That's not even... Uh, people say the dumbest shit in the world, so it's like, that's not even surprising that it, it's just something you can make fun of. But the weirder part is that it's just a bastardization of the... It's not a commonly used term. The thing, and it was after the fact. It wasn't like, oh, we're, a blue wave's gonna come after the, the post-Trump midterms of the 20... or of 2018, or whatever that would have been after... One, uh, they, they, they started referring to it in hindsight as a blue wave. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, oh, that's what that's called when that happens and you pick whichever color it is. It just happened to be about that one instance. And things like that happen all the time, like when one president wins, the other side sometimes takes the rest of everything. Well, and all a that blue shit. wave would make more sense because waters... Yeah, and it, it, it kind of worked, and it wasn't like... I'm not saying it's like, oh, you just think the Democrats' version is cooler. Like, I don't think it's cool at all. 
So, you know, know only an idiot would think it would be cool enough to go like, we're going to make our own version of it. Like, that's stupid. (laughs) And it's stupid because it's like, okay, A, you're just stealing a thing that everyone you hate, the media and the left, invented. And you're like, and you put your own spin on it. Also, all you people do is complain that everything is communism. And calling it the red wave is like, I think that was an actual term used in the 50s during the Joe McCarthy area when they were like, there's going to be a red wave coming from the Soviet Union if we don't stop it. Like, I'd rather be dead than red. That was a thing. Like, you know, that was the... The, the, the Reds, like, and people who are dumb who are like, was that about the Indians? No, no, no. Yeah, okay. That's racist, but that's not no, what they were doing that Red time. Red was always... That was commie. Was always really bad, and it was always commie, and I remember it sh- shifting uh, once Donald Trump became, um, when he started running, not necessarily after he had won, but it was like... It was yeah, when his whole to, like, thing... Things started to kind of shift uh, before that, because I remember the, the two colors really didn't have much meaning um, no to prior races. no they, he made the hats that color and stuff so, yeah and it's also he did that it's just a happy coincidence that that is the color of uh totalitarian you know like both the chinese the former soviet union the nazi flag the red is oh, a very man. strong manny dictatorship color that's just what it is and so that, that that's one thing he got right he's like i'm gonna use this it's like why Stuff made from video game nerds is always all black and red. It's manly and tough. You're not a nobody that can't get laid. You're a real man who tells it how it is. It's a tough guy that wins video games. And yeah, that's what red's all about. Your power tie in your 80s corporate meeting is red. I have one because it looks funny when I wear it with suits. Like, that's just a thing. Um, And it's always been a thing. But the thing that I want to see is... You know, they hate, everything's communism. It's like, you can't just give poor people food. That's communism, whatever. Uh, I want them to... Socialism now. Yeah. They laid off communism as much as now it's, now it's socialism. But it just, it has its roots. It's the exact same... I know it is, but I'm just saying the terminology that I'm... And they actually, they, they, if you really, like, dig a little bit, the... The upfront thing is socialism, but people like in the deep, weird internet, like definitely always like fucking commies all want like they well, yeah, still know, talk like that. I younger, know. younger assholes, they still use that terminology. And so what I want, speaking of the whole like everyone has a boner for the Civil War, what I want is them to form some group where it's like, well, the real military only supports the fake President Joe Biden or whatever. We're going to start the Red Army, which is what the Soviet Union's army was called. Like, that is, they were, like, internally they referred to themselves as that, and we called them that. And the, my favorite brand of bullets I buy for my AK are made in Russia. They're called the Red Army Special. And, like, uh, they have a big red star on the fucking case full of them, and they're cheap. And that's and they can be because you can shoot anything out of an AK. It doesn't. It's not gonna hurt it. And so there's just spraying like lead fumes everywhere. Yeah, good old Russian stuff. But yeah, that's the whole thing. So it's like because they were dumb enough to go back on their whole everything is kabi, everything's leftist kabi bullshit, ugh, and then calling it the red wave, like the red scare. And but but I want there to form this fat militia group and call themselves the Red Army and not understand that that's like a communist Soviet Union you're telling, era. Telling like the future a little bit. I you know there's there's like a few little factors that could make it either happen or not. But the road is paved for it to happen. The stage, as they say, is set. For a thing that, because it'll, oh, it's like it'll sound so scary, and it's like, oh, the red wave, the red wave didn't have a way till they get a taste of the red army. Also, the whole thing is so funny because, like, Blue Lives Matter about the cops, it's like the blue wave. It's like everything they do is just this inside-out, wrong ways, whatever's handy type of thing. And not very logical. No, and I, that's just the thing where I'm like, it's not my environment. It's not how I was raised. It's literally I try to look at things like I'm an alien. And I go like, okay, if I had view to live here, to have, like- I would find many problems over here. But that over there, I don't know what the fuck. I, I get, Okay, I have to pick. I have to pick. Okay, I'll, I'll be over. I'll be over here then. Like that shit's weird and stupid. Like, like you don't know anything about. Yeah, I. Yeah, but I know what I'm hearing, and it doesn't make any sense half the time. This is like, there's parts of it are stupid, but. I can't go over there. I no, I cannot live like that. That's crazy. It changes all the time. Well, you know, it's funny if you remember 
when the whole like blue lives matter thing happened as a reaction to black lives matter mm-hmm. i watched the them try a bunch of things and then that's the one that stuck like on Facebook, and I'm sure a lot of it was coming from other countries. I am sure. Like, All Lives Matter. Remember that? Like, it almost stuck, but it didn't because no one that was trying to use that as a smart-ass rebuttal to Black Lives Matter actually believed that that was true. Like, hey, man, All Lives Matter. But they're like, that includes... That is weird. That that includes black people, though, right? They're like, well, no, yes, publicly. Yeah, it fell apart. It just didn't work. So blue... That is weird that it isn't... uh, Yeah, no, that didn't stick. They tried the White Lives Matter thing, and that that really didn't work. For every... Fucking no, that and that's flags. that's just the end of it. That's just that's just merchandising. Like that's yeah. nothing at this point. That's doesn't matter. When things were like heating up a little, it mattered a bit more. And like, and the blue one stuck because it was like all lives. I'm like, yeah, but now nah, we don't like Mexicans. Like, yeah. So they that was it. Just didn't. It was too hypocritical even for them. Uh, but they came up with the brilliant thing. I'm like, well, on this issue of a concern over too much police brutality, I'm going to side with the police. <laughs> Like, that is what everyone to say. Uh, but they're like, it's a hard job and someone's got to do it. And on. Cops are getting killed all the time. It's the most dangerous job you could ever possibly have. It's, it's oh, not. Oh, you oh, could oh, repurpose oh. the Bill Burr thing about how being a mother is the hardest job in the world. He's like, go ask a fucking guy on an oil rig in the ocean if that's exactly. Is he doing his job in his pajamas? Like, but yeah, you could go. Pizza guys get shot way more than the cops. Like, someone did a yeah. thing where it's like, it's, it's a dangerous job for sure. But there was it was like the twentieth on the list or something like that. My job that I have is more dangerous. Than yeah, <laughs> it it it's which is yeah it it that lends itself to a lot of like you know, any anything where you're going like installing cable in people's homes you have to go into every kind of person's home and there's you know we've watched enough serial killer things to know how that could go like cable there's guy. yeah cable or the cable guy's <laughs> gonna get you but you know what. I think that was, you know, Jim Carrey's character was just reacting to his dangerous environment. You know, mm-hmm. the one he's the one bad apple cable guy. Right. And that's the other thing. The whole the, there's a few bad apples cops. It's like you realize the saying is one bad apple spoils the whole bunch, right? I mean, you get that that's that thing that you like. So what you're saying is, is it does ruin everything and it kind of makes it fucked up and bad. Like, no, I'm like, but that's what that's from. They just like they how hard know. is it to they come up with a slogan know. that isn't stupid? And I think it's because people, we, but the reason I bring up the Blue Lives thing being like watching the crowd market research happen in real time on the internet was because these things don't get decided, like they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and if it starts to work, they have to go with it. The people who are sort of coming up with this from a little bit higher up, they're like, whatever they'll grab onto. If the second they do, start putting it on t-shirts. Because it doesn't work for the other side because they'll be like, why the hell would you say this? Isn't that... Isn't red the guys we don't like? Like, you don't, you get that pushback. You don't over where the aliens would go, yeah, this is weird, but I'm not going over there. Like, that works just fine for them. Slogans, three-word chants, like, all that stuff. Like, when Disturbed, uh, what was it? I saw Disturbed covering, like, this dramatic, sensitive song at this festival I was playing at once, and that's when I realized Disturbed just makes music so people who believe wrestling is real can hold their hands up in the air and cry. Like, that's... That's amazing. And then that's, but that's the target again, like a hundred percent of the points into charisma and like, where do you want to distribute those charisma points? Like a hundred percent into people who think that wrestling is real. Like that's and it. who like Disturbed apparently. Yeah. There's just a lot of natural crossover. There's a bunch <laughs> of Kid Rock in there too. Oh. And let's not forget the Nuge. Oh. But like- <laughs> my God. Yeah. The Nuge is like. I want you to cut my whole balls off so I can go bow hunting with the Nuge. I ain't never won nothing in my whole life. You remember that was a Stanhope bit? Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, go look up Doug Stanhope. I won't explain where that all came from. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to... Actually, I think I'm staying on target fairly well today. I took a, yeah, a, a psilocybin microdose earlier today, and I hadn't in, like, a year or two. And it's good for you, but it if you haven't done anything like that in a while, it hits you harder than it should. And, and it you may get not a little, have like, been measured perfectly. It was more, I think it was more... Than what you want, and mushrooms are a thing that goes as follows: a microdose where you actually can't quite tell anything is happening is what you want. 
Because if it's any more than that, you've got to just take like a bunch of them and go nuts. That one foot, that one toe in the pool thing just makes your day kind of like awkward and weird. And like, it's easier in the summertime if you're going to be outside all day, but that's any psychedelic trip. But I was just like, I haven't done this in a while. I am squaring a lot of stuff in my head. Like, it, do I have an awesome new job? Yes, but I do have to get up every day and go to a full-time job. And I definitely was like, I'm never going to play a live music show again. And the last time I had a full-time job, the dream was I'd eventually leave it. And I didn't like it nearly as much. But the, still, the dream is that there's a light at the end of the tunnel is like, I'm going to go off and do this. Now, that was delusional. Um, and I don't still have that dream. So the back part of my brain, the not logical part, the logical part knows that I'm doing good things and I am happy and I, I feel productive and I like the people I'm around and it's wonderful. But the, there's that there's the little goblin in back won't let it go. But what that goblin's going to learn is that there is a way out. It's called when you actually throw yourself into like a real job at a real business doing things that are interesting, you can eventually do better things and, 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 and go up higher and get more important. The light at the end of the tunnel is called actual success. Not just like I hope to escape into the world of driving from shithole to shithole getting paid in beer. And like also, that, that never is just in insane. this time will you ever stop you know, pursuing your passion. No, no, yeah. And I I have to adjust. Yes, and that is what I'm trying to work my way through because I know what I'm telling myself is what's right. And the thing that's telling me otherwise you is this tumor in the back of my skull. You definitely need to continue these marker doses because... Um, I think it helps. Do at least... Uh, I would do six weeks. I don't know. Well, I don't know how... They might do that. You might have to do a little... Maybe you could do it down in three weeks if, depending on how many times you do it a week. But... Really, I think that is something that, um, man, if you could get ketamine, uh, to untangle that is so helpful. But I mean, you've got, you know, your, your microdoses, that's, it's still helpful, but yeah, that is something that would help you see, uh, from just a completely different perspective. Well, it just, but that's the thing. I definitely, I, I see it the right way. Like I, but it's like, it's, it takes some, that goblin in the back is who I need to get out of there. And I'm gonna drown him in psychedelic drugs. I well, think that's, that's what the, I'm saying. The trick. It's like those things. That's how you do it. That's a, it shuts them the fuck up, and it like yes, or it puts them into perspective, and you're able to push through it. Like the guy, like the goblin, he starts working for me. Like I yeah. actually give him a job. He shows yeah. up with like a briefcase actually, and a hat. He's like, "How you doing, boss?" Exactly. Like, yeah, that's exactly how this shit works. So and that's that. That's going. yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like I've been. Like, I try to very, and on this podcast even, people are probably going to get it a little wrong, but, like, I really want to say, I don't need any more convincing that I'm doing the right thing. Logically, and in my thinking human man brain, I know for sure I have gotten very lucky and made all the right moves here. Um, it's just the, that's why I'm doing the mushroom thing. They clear out the pathways in your brain. That's what they do. And there's those old crumbling North Korean highways from what I used to do are just still there. There's still like little fires and garbage cans and guys that are out to get Batman creeping around in the empty warehouses. Like it's still, it needs to get bulldozed and made into the gl the glimmering, shining new Delta city, a machine a city free of crime patrolled by machines. I don't think it needs to get bulldozed, John. I think it needs to. Well, it needs to, to get gentrified or something. Well, kind of, Maybe right, once I get my—that's why I fine, keep fine, saying fine, once fine. I actually get my I first check, say, I'm gentrifying the shit out of that horrible like. It needs to just narrows in the back, like join and become a part of you, like become a part of the new you, because you're it's it's always going to be there, but it doesn't have to be, you know, the oh. devil. That's why I like that um, uh, that quote from Jacob's Ladder, and I can't remember it. Someone else quote. There's a podcast I was listening to that quoted Jacob's Ladder. What was it? The angels, some demons to others. No, it's like if you're if you're. Uh... Is it that one though? Yeah. When you die, you either see angels liberating you or demons tearing you apart. Yeah, you're seeing it's the, like that. You're yeah. seeing the same exact thing happening, but it's because of you. That yeah. that well, no, and if, I. That's exactly the thing. That is exactly what I'm going through right now because. The delusion that what I was going to do was ever going to work still 
if I if I'm off my guard, it still feels like it's real, but it's not. And the the universe is showing me that it's not too. Like it very much like articles are coming out for no reason now. And this is the mushroom gods of the universe speaking to you when you see things like this. I'm mm-hmm. certain of it. When they're like, even Lord is like, we don't like make any money on the road because of all this shit. And she's like, I don't I don't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, like. That article, I read music articles when they come out, and I haven't seen anything like that until I made the call that I'm like, I'm no longer following a dead dream through the land of nightmares. I'm just going to get a job that I like, and I got lucky and got a really cool one, and that's good enough. I don't have to sit here going, yeah, well, eventually I'll break this cycle. It's like, I just started, brain, and this is where we are. This is the best way to go. I really want to read this quote, because it does. Okay. It does. It fits everything. It doesn't necessarily have to... Apply to dying. It's just maybe a part well, of your life. Well, ego, ego death and rebirth during one's life is, a, is a thing. If you're frightened of dying and you're holding on, you'll see devils tearing your life away. But if you've made your peace, then the devils are really angels freeing you from the earth. Yeah, and that's the, the roots. It's all about how you look at it. That's the roots of a lot of ancient religions, the ones that actually made a little more sense. Um, that got corrupted by monarchic leaders and like other things and became the things like the Abrahamic religions that we know and love so much today. But yeah, everything like Buddhism was like a lot about perspective and like actually just like being at peace with the way things actually are. So it doesn't seem like your attachment to these things that don't matter doesn't seem like a punishment anymore because since you know that it doesn't really matter, no one can really do anything to you. And like, you know, it's it is about your own behavior and your own thoughts and your own way of looking at things because ultimately that's all you can control. And that's, you know, when you're praying or meditating, which is what it started as a bit more, uh, you're not asking the sky daddy for favors or whatever. Like, you know, the reason that that's yet another thing it's like, well, if God already has his plans together and he's omnipotent, it's like, why is bothering him going to make him just change his mind? Like, I don't know that, <laughs> That actually makes any sense because it's it's a mutation of a thing that actually used to make sense where you were just putting yourself in a state of being more connected to everything and just letting the waves of the, the world guide you rather than kicking and fighting against them. And you're like realigning yourself to that so that things in your life became better because you were putting yourself in a better place to deal with it or whatever. And you, you know, meditation and prayer and translate state, they're all the same type of thing. And they've you know, plugged things into people's brains and be like, yeah, the same parts light up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same activity, but the, the goal got weird because we had to turn into this thing where this person that rules over you uh, who got rich by taking the land from people and, and, and renting it back to them or whatever was also anointed by God. And it has to be this trickle-down economics of spirituality to keep the whole goddamn thing working the right way so nobody gets eaten. And it did that by we were Alexis and I were talking about this today, how uh the Sabbath is referred to in like pagan religions. I'm like, well, yeah, it's it's because they took they took all the things that was there already and just rebranded it as monotheism and then and, and whatever. Like, but it's not like the idea of a feast on this day or calling a a holy day this word. It's like that was all already there long before there was like one god all of a sudden when there started being huge kings and countries and stuff <laughs> magically. Um, it was still all based very much on the same thing, including uh, you know, including stuff like prayer and whatever. But it had yeah more to do with getting your own shit in order in order to be able to handle the world rather than like asking someone who rules the world to like, uh, please, sir, may you make it a little better for me. Like their thing would be like, it's, you know, everyone, everyone has to go at some point and it's okay. And it's part of life rather than like, please make the cancer go away. Like, that's not what you were supposed to really be doing. It was supposed to be more like, can I just deal with this? Because this is how things are. Um, And suddenly it makes it better. And that quote has everything to do with those sort of uh, philosophies and stuff where it's like, I I love it so much. And I think if, uh, if I were to die, I would want that quote written somewhere, wherever I was. Yeah. Buried. I don't even know what I want done with me, but. See, I don't want I'm Yeah, just throw me in the trash. Like, I. No, I, 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 that's normally <laughs> me too, but I was, uh, I was thinking, because uh, you can donate your body to science, so. And then when they're done with you, they just give you back to your family. We cremate you and give you back to See, your family. See, you know, that's a funny thing. I never knew. It seems so obvious, but I never knew that last part. Like, oh, they give you back. 
They like, do. I was always like, they just, yeah, they like, they practice brain surgery on you. They just throw you in the dumpster behind the college. Or, <laughs> they're like, all right, we're done here. Like, oh, yeah, I guess you could just get reburied. Except for that thing where someone uh, donated their grandma's body to science and they used her as a military test dummy for landmines or something. And I don't think they got much of her back. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But I, that's... I think when I die, there won't be many people around that are still alive, like my family, to, like, to matter, so I guess if you want to like shoot me out of a cannon, I'll oh, a hundred, a hundred percent, this is just gonna fall on me. I, I understand. That's <laughs> a... <laughs> I'm sorry, I know. Like, ah, I'm gonna live to be so fucking old. <laughs> it's uh, just horrifying. Yeah, and you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm still gonna be your friend. For yeah, us. yeah. You're fucking just stuck. I'll yeah, try it's... to make it easy on you, man. Well, it's like that old guy that lives on Jake's property in a in a trailer home or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like. I was telling Jake, I was like, you do realize that he's like, yeah, I mean, if he dies, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm like, Jake, not if, when, when when you have to move that guy's dead body, that's something you're going to have to do in a matter of time, short or, or long. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, what, I guess the guy's got a relative out there somewhere. His name's Corky. Um, and he's kind of an interesting character, but that's a thing for another podcast. Maybe old Jake can come on and tell us all about him. Yes. Um, but I was just going to say the thing that wraps this up a little bit is I was talking about either when I finally slip up, I either get a slap on the wrist or they have to invent some kind of new <laughs> like thing yeah. for what I did. Like uh, I, I consider my remains being handled also having the same kind of schism where, you know, either you know, put me in a shopping cart naked and just kick me into a Walmart and go, there goes a real sack of crap and just make them deal with it. Or there will be like a pyramid with a laser that goes into space forever that just has like a statue of me like Bender going, remember me with like fire coming out. Like there's only two, there's no funeral at a cemetery. There's not going to be that. It's either, again, either, either I do something that makes it so I end up in a golden pyramid and no one's allowed to look at it or they'll have their eyes gouged out. Or I just get chucked well, into a dumpster. Now that I'm a certified uh, death doula, I can help you actually solidify all this shit on paper and, and, and boom. Golden Pyramid it is. The Reverend John Wheeler podcast takes zero responsibility for the words, actions, or ideas of its host, guests, or listeners. Though the people on the screen may at times be speaking directly to you and may occasionally give you direct calls to action, neither Reverend John nor the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge are under any moral or legal obligation to answer for the potentially disastrous repercussions that may arise if you are stupid enough to actually follow the orders of a raving lunatic. Think for yourself and do whatever you want because you're on your own. If anyone ever tries to sue this podcast, black SUVs will converge on your location in the darkness of night and you will never be seen again. Remember to like and subscribe.